Waiting for Mark. Hi, can you hear Mark? Hi, good morning. How are you? Very, very well. Yourself? Good Monday? Monday, Monday. Not a cloud in the sky. 36 degrees tomorrow. It's going to be a hot one. Yeah, and apparently there's like um, the high bushfire thing tonight as well. Major warnings. The highest, apparently since they brought in the new level, it's the highest risk of bushfire ever. It's the highest. Good luck to everyone in Port Macquarie. Um, Apparently they're having a really hard time, the guys there. So um, good luck everyone there with the fires. Hopefully it plays out, um, plays out. All good. Safe, safe. Morning, Amal. Now, what are we talking about this morning? We're talking about um, what you can do with this fella. Yeah. What's the best thing you can do with your finger um, in real estate terms? Uh, real, <laughs> real estate terms. Best thing. Mark, I think uh, where we're, um, we're this sparks from what we've been using a system called DocuSign, um, yep. which sort of really, really changed the game for us. Um, doing deals, renting, leasing, sales. So, and that's, it's, tell us a bit about it. What is DocuSign? How do we use it? And what, how's that benefited us and the company? You know what got me going this morning? Um, we did a couple of exchanges yesterday and um, exchanges is selling a property. Um, and to sell a property, you've got to take a payment. Uh, to sell a property, you've got to take, you've got to get a contract issued to the prospective purchaser. Not only do you have to get the contract issued, you've got to get the contract signed. Um, and I sort of was a little bit amused by the whole process just because it was done so easily internally. And I, I was saying to Lisa, like, uh, little as six months ago or a year ago, for the last 20, 30 years, the system we're using was running around, running around, running around, running around. Some offices, I even spoke with a high-level real estate agent the other day, they're still leaving it to their support staff to, to get deals signed up. So once they've taken, a, uh, once they've got an agreement, they leave all the paperwork till Monday because there's so much paperwork to do. And DocuSign has bloody overnight just revolutionised this whole system. Yeah, so like, let's just say you got offer accepted on a Saturday, but you're only with one of the buyers and the other ones, well, let's put it this way there can be up to six people that need to sign well four people a husband and wife or to partners on a set who are vendors and partners Selling. Buying. so buying four people four different locations oh someone's just calling me on this stuff four people four different locations and that can be i remember hearing like i've done it in the past you're driving around for a whole day it's crazy so what do we do how and how much time has it saved us but it's just it's it's just incredible. Uh, and look, I must admit, it's not it's not super popular either. Every single time we're saying I'm saying to a client, um, you, can I can I get you to sign this by DocuSign? More often than not, they're saying never used it before. Can you explain? After yeah. they've used it, they're like, get out of town. That is just friggin' awesome. Um, but yeah, most people don't know about it. So Docu, what DocuSign is, guys, is it doesn't matter whether you you're on a mobile phone. Uh, doesn't matter whether you're on, on a tablet, doesn't matter whether if you're on a PC or laptop, you can actually sign the document with your finger. Now, when you say to yourself, whenever you say that to someone, they're like, yeah, I know, I know it can be done. But when they actually use DocuSign and they're finished with it, they're like, oh my God, that is just nuts. Now, to give an idea of the numbers, we're probably doing about 400, three to 400 signatures a month. 
um, in our business. And if you think about what we used to have to do, like, like you said, Michael, let's use that purchase where there's a husband and wife buying and a husband and wife selling. We would have to run around all around town. Uh, they would have to get a um, uh, cash out for a deposit, yep. a 0.25 deposit, or they'd have to have access to a check. Um, and then more often than not, they didn't have a check and they were getting friends or family to do it. It's changed so much now that we're taking that payment on, on a credit card for a purchase of a property, the 0.25. We're issuing, we're going to the, we're in the office, we're, we're darting out to the seller um, to an email address they have each. We dart out to each email address the seller to sign each. Then we dart out to the purchaser um, on, a, on an email address, the contracts, they sign it. We can generally have an exchange of contracts that used to take half a day on a Sunday. We can have the exchange of contracts done, executed, probably about 15 minutes Yeah, from and woe to go to woe. You know, the one thing I love about DocuSign, what they do as well is you can stage the signatures. So um, you can get basically the buyer to sign first, buy A, then buy have you got a, a, have you, have you got a vape? Have, have you got a vape in your hand? No, yeah, I was a, play, a pen. A pen? I thought you were vaping. <laughs> well, I got a vape, but I wasn't vaping. I was fiddling around with it. Have you Have you got a vape on you? Yeah, I do. That was a vape. It, it was, was a vape. I was playing around with it. Have, have a little vape while you're doing it. Um, so that, <laughs> anyway, back to DocuSign. Um Everything's so, digital these days, even the cigarette. Even, even smoking is made easier these days. You yeah. know, it's uh, it's not a process. But I'm um, sorry, Michael, you're telling me that the order of signing you can get organised as well these days. Yeah, correct. Um, and it gets that ball rolling. So you can issue it. Most of the time you get the buyer signed up and then you go to the vendor. So you can send it to buyer one, they sign. And then it forwards automatically after they've signed to the other buyer. Once again, then signs again. So it's almost like this foolproof system that goes ahead and we haven't really had any dish issues the one thing the only little bit of reservation people think prior is that they've got to sign up to it lock into a uh, it's in there it's oh. it's in there it's it sorry no it's in their head I sorry doing the hearing and i was like <laughs> yeah, good. stay away oh, uh, i've had an accident it basically you don't have to sign up for it it's just a link so they're not getting locked into the contracts or anything like that as we know most apps that you use you got to sign up for five 15 years to, to get access to it but we as the agency we've got the um the contract and we can just issue it out and then it comes back signed sealed and delivered most people many people may not know i think it was last year they put a clause in the contract that basically says digital signatures are allowed it's generally the top page of the top of page two didn't that come in 2018 mark which just says it it did but you know it's nuts i'll tell you the nuts the nuts thing is just how much bloody time we're saving our clients like i know yeah. we're saving time that's great boo -hoo, who cares but the amount of time we're saving actual clients from not having to drive around to our office or drive to their place um they don't have, they don't have, they don't have to get dressed undressed shower whatever miss work leave get to work late none of that stuff it's all bloody done by DocuSign because they can just sign with their finger and like their book can be in the gym and selling a property for and signing a contract to sell a property or buy a property it's just bananas 
It's good. And as we say, time's money, efficiency for the vendor and the buyer. Like for the vendor, let's put it this way. If you've got that offer accepted and you want to get it exchanged, generally you're spending that half day running around. Now we can issue the DocuSign and get on the phone to every other buyer simultaneously. It's just made that process so smooth, so easy. And we urge you to do it. It's, um, it's perfect. What else? It's a, it's a cracker. Um, so get on to it, guys. DocuSign only costs, it's, it's less than, um, it's about 50 bucks a month uh, for um, low-level users, low to mid-level users. Um, we're not making any money out of, of referring these guys, but it's just been a bit of a secret success. success. I think everyone out there should, should know about it. I think everyone out there should use it. It's a way of the bloody future. Change your service. And uh, by the way, how's, how did your week finish off last week and how are you summing up for this week, Michael? Yeah, last week was really good. Um, exchanged a couple on Friday and Saturday was busy as well. Ready for this week. Got a, a couple off the plans in Meriton. God, that building just, everyone just, kept, it's almost like the best kept secret. Like for, for something so big and large in our backyard, so many people don't know or I don't know. It's just, everyone just loves it. So when you're bringing them so through, and so our view, for our viewers that don't know, we're the number one, we, we're one uh, Meriton agent, New Meriton, New Meriton agent of the year last year. Um, the, off the back of everything we sell in the Meriton building. So the amount of volume that we do in that building is of, of amount of purchases we put into that building is just bloody incredible. And uh, people are bloody loving it. Like it's, yeah. um, it's, it's for people that don't know, there's a hundred thousand properties on the Northern beaches. Um, DY would be regarded as probably the heart or the centre of the Northern Beaches. And then uh, council gave special permission to uh, Mr. Triggerboff um, to build a 16, 17-storey building uh, called the Lighthouse, built by Meriton, 360 units. Yep. Uh, and we've still got units for sale in there. Not a lot of units left over, no, though. About 20 or 30. So it's going really well. But I tell you what, there's a lot of activity out there. I'm sorry, I'm... I, um, I'm obviously looking forward to Christmas, but I'm looking forward to it more just because it's going to be bloody busy. So we're, we're working all the way through. I'm working all the way through and I'm excited. It's, it's, I almost, and even like a tool to the owners out there um, for off-market listings, I, I sort of dig to encourage them to at least do like a bit of a pocket listing. We may be coming to market for a full campaign in January, but I just yes. sort of say to them, Give me something to do. I'm working all over Christmas. So if it's not your property that I've got in my top pocket that may be able to get a buyer, then it will be someone else's. So give me something to do. They have a laugh and, and they um, give me something to do. And we've got, we've got a couple of markets launching. Um, do you know what? Um, Michael, Christmas is, a day, is, um, is also a little bit dangerous for business. Um, yes. and, I, and I've always had this ethos. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm a family man. Uh, I love the time with my kids and taking time off and, it, and it's a beautiful time of the year. Um, but I think that business still has to go on. Uh, shit still has to get done. Uh, Christmas is one day. <laughs> yeah. If, if for everyone, it's like a destination for the for three months or four months of the year. It's like a destination. Yep. But it's one it's one day. And I so, still on Christmas Day. Last Christmas, I remember someone called me about land in Monavale. So work <laughs> well look i think if you've got to get a job if you've got to get a job done by a real estate agent you make you've got to make sure they don't have the added the um the attitude 
um, of that there's that um, it's it's not a good time because they will make it not a good time. Your real estate agent, if they genuinely believe that. Um, yeah. But if you've got to get a job done and you've got to get shit sold, or you got to get or you want to buy, uh, or if you want to get shit rented, um, it's actually you know it is you just don't be disheartened by Christmas. Um, or a real estate agent with a the, the wrong attitude about it. Um, our attitude at, at Novak is, uh, you know, again, we're family people. We love that time of the year and it's, it's a beautiful time, but the business must roll on. Shit must get done. We only, we operate all the way through the period. Um, yeah. So the only days are the public holidays that we're not operating. We are operating the week before and the week after. The majority of the industry is gone, skis. Like you look at auction campaigns, auction campaigns will not be booked for as much as two months. Yeah, it's crazy. And as over, from, over one day, over one day. Over one day. Auctions, and from an auctions. agent's point of view, since when do you get to go uncontested against so many agents? <laughs> if, if yeah. everyone's, it's that simple. If everyone's going left, we're going right. If everyone's off, we're working because it just means and, it's wise for us to do it. And how good's that for our clients' properties? Yeah. Like if you if you've got a tenant that's moved, like tenants have the right to move out whenever they want, uh, yeah. if they're not if they're not on a lease. Even these days, if they're on a lease, actually. But how good is that for a prospective tenant um, that, or, or sorry, for a prospective owner? They're considering about uh, they're um, they're selling their place or they're rent. Let's say just renting their place. The tenant's giving notice and moving out on the twentieth. The tenant's already found something. That's great for them. But the owner's got to get their place rented and their own, their agent's going away for two weeks. But guess what the agent says when they're going away for two weeks? Oh, it's not very busy. <laughs> it's quite so, Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, you've got to, it's game, it's got to be game on. Agents got to have a good attitude through that period. We do. You're excited. I'm excited. Um, any, any big deals done last week? Little deals done last week? Good deals done last week in commercial, Michael? Oh, just a really good factor in Ada Avenue, 4 slash 11. Um, obviously, commercial generally days on market can be three three months or longer. This was an older style strata factory. We had about, launched it on Facebook, real commercial, full campaign. Had about 20, 30. In, in, to give an idea, like a similar factory price point, we launched earlier and that only had about seven inquiries in the first week. This had 30. Um, we were sort of guiding in that high sixes, multiple offers exchange Friday afternoon um, after only being on the market for seven days. So that was exciting. It was just a really, really um, smooth deal with lots of inquiries coming through with the combination. What style of person bought it? It was uh, one agency, CEO. They're doing their headquarters. So they're happy for me to say that because they um, put a review on my Facebook. So it was all transparent. Um, but yeah, yeah nice. they, they're converting um, that industrial field to an office which I, I love. I reckon that's cool. And that's where Brookvale is going to be going, where you see a lot of the older strata factory warehouse usages get turned in. So I had a brewery interested. I had, I had two offices. Really? And it's interested. I had some music schools interested. It was, And all these types of properties would typically be, except the brewery, in an office-style environment or a shop environment. And now they're looking for this industrial sort of feel to go with the trends. So that was so really I was, I was, we were doing some pretty heavy consulting in the last two weeks with a major group um, for um, uh, Brookie. And yep. the interesting thing was um, council's attitude um, and council's 
curiosity as to the necessity of what D1, what Brookvale needs to offer. And it's really interesting. I guess, in like, look, they, they were, there was multiple meetings and, and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours spoken about this topic. But to sum it up, Brookvale is the next Alexandria. Yeah. Which is really, really exciting. And you've seen what that suburb's done, the people, the vibe. Brookvale needs something. It needs to happen quickly. I think also councils were under the impression Brookvale's doing well as well. Um, and yeah. So, which was and a little um, interesting. Like, don't get me wrong, there's some businesses going really strong there, but as a commercial agent and seeing the high vacancies, the confidence of uncertainty of where the suburb is. Yeah. Especially the retail, it's. Uh, I think a lot of things are stemmed off retail that have the flow-on effect. And um, well, you know what the Chinese say: the Chinese say perception is the art of war. Hmm. Uh, famous, a famous Chinese saying: perception is the art of war. And um, I think that we've got to be really, really careful when we're talking about suburbs and how those suburbs are going, because the council may well be right in Brookvale has got some incredible businesses that are, that are going in and it's, uh, it's, it's changing really to something incredible. Uh, but I think the perception of most people can be when they drive through, because that's their only exposure to the suburb, they yeah. drive through and see vacant, 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 vacant on yeah. Pitwater Road, you can think the whole suburb is X. Just like DY, you drive through and you go big unit block, big unit block, big unit block. You can go, my perception is why, which is, oh my God, there's too many units in DY. But the reality is both people are wrong. Yeah. And it's not like it's just like a local cafe or this being shut down. They were banks. We're talking about Westpac, NAB. These are like big companies who would be a sphere of influence for that area and that sector to leave, not downsize. Yep leave so um i think we've got to be very cautious and i think and and then i'll tell you a bit of a secret about what we'll talk about in our consulting or, um on these events um the the thing we were saying is it's really it's managing the morph yep. um and and not fighting it uh, but it's actually managing that morph into what brookvale wants to be uh which is what the community wants um, because people vote with their money, but people get very scared, very freaked out because they see all this change. Uh, they actually, and they actually get quite, some people get most people get quite negative about it. But yeah. I think if, if you manage that morph well, if you accept and you run with and you embrace and then you start supporting, um, that's a really beautiful thing um, rather than fighting. So yeah. You know, I, I, what I mean by that is when we're talking about Brookvale and we um, we talked about the industrial back back area of Brookvale, we talked about uh, the bulky goods of Brookvale, we talked about Pitwater Road in Brookvale. Uh, when we were talking about Pitwater Road in Brookvale, I think the reality is council feels that um, there's a necessity for offices with some of their zoning and stuff like that. And it's like, you know what, not really. Uh, it's okay. It's okay to run a clear way through the suburb and put a bullet through um, uh, shit. Um, but yeah. 
what are the what is it want what does the suburb really want to be what does the community really want um you know and and th- a lot of those things is um i think unfortunately the brookvale is now a through suburb in terms of retailing um so it's not really a uh, a strong retailing suburb street front retailing that's sort of pushed into the mall now uh, and that's pushed into the back streets where there's parking. Yeah. So it's uh, it's pretty interesting. And DY is sort of okay because DY tends to have a lot of off streets where you can actually, those retailers retailing on Pitwater Road, uh, you can actually access that shop by just turning up off 30 metres down the road, turning off and parking. So it hasn't been, you know, it hasn't been hammered as hard. Parramatta Road got smashed uh, hard because... There would be, you know, you could drive for half a kilometre and not have a street to after you see the shop that you want. You could drive, you'd have, you could drive for half a kilometre before you could actually turn left and park. Yeah, good point. Good point. Uh, now, don't forget, guys, and for people that don't know, um, this the Pitwater Road, uh, Spit Road are state roads. Um, the attitude. Uh, and the planning for state roads is that if you want to build a unit block or if you want to build a big commercial property, remove your driveway. Yeah. I don't no, want anyone slowing down the main road into a building. So um, Nobody knows that. So there's, the zoning says, the zoning says we want heaps of units or we, we, want, we want offices or we want bulky goods, but the planning also says get rid of your driveway. Yeah. So you have to get rid of your driveway on Pitwater Road. That causes a lot of planning problems when you're trying to develop a property. Even if you've got a driveway, if you want your DA approved, remove the driveway. Work that out. Which then means developers are forced to look at consolidating blocks and are forced to looking at rear access of providing rear access because they cannot have a driveway back on that main road ever again. People don't know that. True, Sabah. All righty. I think it's um, a wrap. And if so, DocuSign, digital, will be, this will be on podcast. Monday Night News is tonight at 8 o'clock on the Novak Facebook as well. And yeah, um, yeah we'll be in. Thanks for everyone tuning in. Amal, Sam, Helen. It's great to Lisa, see you. Lisa Novak's on tonight. I'm on tonight. Really exciting topic. Beautiful. All righty, All right, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Bye.